Hello, welcome to Spiritual Warfare. My name is Teresa. Hi, my name's Kay. We are going to be reading from the book by Dr. David Jeremiah, Hope, Living Fearlessly in a Scary World. Miss Kay, what is the Bible verse for the presence in the storms of our lives today? Mark 438, he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow. <laughs> and they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? <laughs> Can you imagine saying that to Jesus? Teacher, do you not care that we are dying? <laughs> Juan Carlos Ortiz is a well-known preacher, evangelist, and author originally from Argentina. He once related a conversation he had had with a circus trapeze artist about the security a safety net provides. The performer said, yes, the net does the obvious. It keeps performers from being injured should they fall, but it does much more. Imagine there's no net, he said. We would be so nervous that we would be more likely to miss and fall. If there was not a net, we would not dare to do some of the things we do. But because there's a net, we dare to make two turns. And once I made three turns, thanks to the net. Orts saw an application for Christians. We have security in God. When we are sure in his arms, we dare to attempt big things for God. We dare to be holy. We dare to be obedient. We dare because we know the eternal arms of God will hold us if we fall. Even if we turn down the wrong road, that's what's so awesome about God. Even when we do what's wrong, he still goes after that one and protects you because you're yep. his child. Psst. Hello? Psst. Hello? Psst. You're getting ready to walk off on a cliff. Hello? Psst. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> the disciples had yet to learn the nature of their net. If they had realized the full power and authority Jesus held, they would have laughed and shouted at the wind, Bring it on! Facing a storm is exhilarating when we are protected by something even more powerful. Yes, amen, amen to that. Yes, amen to that. Our degree of fear is a gauge of our degree of faith. When we've trusted Jesus and come through the storm, we become more fearless. If we've never really done that, the storm will reduce us to a quivering jelly, as it did those disciples. That would have been scary, though. Some people do believe in the power of God, but they're not sure about his presence. There's a significant deficiency in one's faith. Will he really be there when I'm in a crisis? Does he care about me? We can believe in a powerful God who can create a universe, but if he is absent when needed, how does that belief make a difference? Isn't his absence basically the same as if he didn't exist at all? This was the crisis the disciples faced. They knew that Jesus was there, but apparently they didn't realize he was God. It's meant... They were unaware of God's presence. Thus, they didn't know what Jesus could and would do. As I witness the fearful lives of many Christians, I'm convinced that the disciples aren't the only ones in that boat, so to speak. 
John Patton was a 19th century Scottish missionary who labored for a lifetime among murderous natives of the New Hebrides Islands. He often faced danger as various tribesmen sought to kill him. He wrote, Without that abiding consciousness of the presence of the power of my dear Lord and Savior, nothing else in the world could have preserved me from losing my reason and perishing miserably. He said that it was in those most dangerous of moments when he faced the weapons of men that he saw the face of Christ most clearly. Wow. On one occasion, Patton hid within the branches of a tree as the men below searched for him. He heard their murderous threats, yet he knew he was safe in the arms of Jesus. Alone, yet not alone, he recalled. My comfort and joy sprang from the promise, Lo, I am with you always. On that Sea of Galilee, an exhausted Jesus slept on a cushion in the rear of the boat with the waves crashing all about him. The image is striking. How did the disciples view him? Apparently, they saw him as a man much like themselves. Even though he possessed the supernatural power to heal the sick and feed the hungry, and as they would soon find out, the power to calm the wind and the waves. I mean, that's kind of interesting. You walk with him every day, and you're thinking, he's not God. You know, because they're still praying to heaven, to God in heaven. And it probably was hard for them to make sense of that. Well, Kay, we're going to end that there. And next week, we'll talk about the peace and the storms of our lives. If you were to die today, where would you go? It's your choice.